loves Chachi won't be seen tonight, so we can bring you a very special episode of The Gen X Files. Oh, welcome to The Gen X Files. <laughs> I'm Jim. Are you sure? Because that sounded very spooky. Yes. <laughs> it's Halloween time. I'm Adam. <laughs> and today's another episode about... The Stepdad. Yeah. I'm doing the yeah. adult show. Uh, I love how you call it the, the adult, adult show. show. I don't know, man. You went on and on about how the show's family friendly. So this is not the family friendly <laughs> show. I, don't think I, it, I think I was wrong about that. <laughs> I don't know. That's fine. It's for everybody. But uh, sure. this is a little more personal. We're going to talk about our own our own histories and, and things that happened to us. Mm. Spooky things yes. that happened to us growing up. And Halloween and stuff. You know, just... You know, all that fun stuff you did when you yeah, were Yeah, man. Halloween as a kid is the best. Because let's be honest. Candy for kids is booze and drugs, baby. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. just like booze and drugs, some kids <laughs> go overboard. There's always that chubby kid with chocolate fingers and has that permanent chocolate thing around his wow. mouth. You're literally talking about me. And he's just like grubby and he's... Eating them Snickers bars. Oh, that was the worst. The Augustus Gloops. The worst Halloween I had was the Halloween where I couldn't go trick or treating because I had chicken pox. Oh, the it pox was awful. There was a pox on your house. I remember being in my costume and looking at my mom and her going, "Sorry." Oh, was what like, was the costume? I think I was a vampire or something. Yeah, everybody was a vampire. Something at some like point. that. Yeah. I, I don't remember. Or hobo. Yeah. I always went to hobo. Everybody like did because it was cheap. Parents, but, you know. Yeah. Credit to my brother, though. He, he got extra candy. He used that. He took advantage of it and was like, my brother has chicken pox. Did and he so, keep it or did he No, say? he gave some oh, to well, me. That's good, God knows he probably kept a tax. <laughs> well, yeah. He's a big brother But tax. he did the work. He did the work. So, nice. you know. Respect. But still, you know, that's like, – it's – it's not necessarily the candy. I mean, yes, of course it's the candy. Yeah, yeah. But it's also, you know, you spend all that time on the costume and yeah. you want to go out with your buddies and hit the houses. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's also, you know, I remember when you started trick-or-treating without your folks. Like, you yeah. didn't have yeah. a parent that was oh, yeah. taking you around. And that was like <laughs> the first year where it was just you and your buddies. Oh, and yeah. It, but it was oh, also yeah. dangerous. Very dangerous. It was dangerous because we had candy nappers. Oh, really? We had, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there was like, there was fully sanctioned bullying in the 70s, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, with uh, the the middle schoolers going to high school and the paddles and getting the yeah. crap kicked out of them. And, you know, they, <laughs> there was, it just seemed like parents were, and teachers and, and grownups just said, hey, you know, it's just a rite of passage, baby. You got to take your lumps. <laughs> You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, they'll be fine. Bruises heal. Scars are cool. Yeah. Emotional scars. You know, I didn't sure think about the, the pain. <laughs> but it was different, man. I mean, it was it, yeah. people could get away with crap because oh, yeah. it was just, oh, yeah. you know, kids being kids. So we we couldn't use traditional uh, sacks or like the, the pumpkins. Yeah, or the, pumpkins. The, we couldn't use traditional the orange pumpkins. vessels yeah. for our candy yeah. when we would trick or treat. Trick or treating vessels. Cauldrons. Yeah. Yes. Uh, because they were easy pickings. Yeah. Snatch them right out of your hands, baby. Those bags yeah. ripped. Those things broke. Yeah. They, they push oh. you down. They pick up the candy. That plastic was not strong. The connector thing to the, the tub was oh, not no. good. It was so I think easy there was just a, to yank it was, on it was, it was. I think it was designed by a bully. <laughs> a special release. I think like it was release. Des- designed by somebody, so you had to buy more of them every year. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, 
but yeah, so we would have to use pillowcases. Nice. Because pillowcases were damn durable. Plus, they held a lot more candy. Hell yeah, they did. And uh, so I remember you'd see, because this is the thing. You had your parents with you, or a parent. Yeah. Or a guardian. Guardian, yeah. Um, <laughs> then they, they'd back off. Of course, kids aren't stupid. They're not yeah, going to bully yeah. in front of parents. They, you know, they, they were still polite. <laughs> you know, they still had manners for adults. But man, when you started doing your own trickety treat, yeah, that's when you had to be on the lookout. You had to have eyes oh, yeah. in the back of your head, Adam. Did you not? Did you go with any other kids? Yeah, of course, yeah. man. I wasn't a lone treater. Okay, well, lone I treaters, man. I mean, because that helps. Looking for trouble. I mean, it helps, but like. Plus, man, the lone treaters were weirdos. <laughs> lone treaters always it's dressed. True. You know, just had that like dumb ET costume of dark circles under yeah. their eyes yeah. and, and a hoodie. It's like, what are you? And a backpack, and I'm a hunchback. I've got, I've got a knife in I'm my a head. Cool. <laughs> you watch out for them lone treaters. They're bad news bears. But uh, so I remember, I think it was our first trick-or-treating by ourselves, me and my bud. It was just, I think, two buddies. And, man, we had a haul. We had a haul. And that's the thing. The good bullies wouldn't just grab it right at the beginning. They kind of, they they, they clock you throughout the night. And they're like, (laughs) oh, okay, they're going to this house and that house. And they got big candy bars there. And So, you know, they had like little notepads, you know, and they had their astronaut (laughs) pens so they could ride upside (laughs) down as they were high, you know, watching us. So end of the night, we had uh, one of the first houses, uh, the first house we lived in in Escondido had this really steep driveway and a little orchard to Mm -hmm. the left of it. So we would always just cut up the orchard sure. to, to get to the house. Quickest route. Yeah. yeah. You know, plus we were like, well, if we cut up the orchard, then the bulls won't see us. Yeah, you, you can know? hide a little bit. Yeah. We can hide. Oof, bad news bears. Because <laughs> the trees also camouflage the bullies. So they were on to us, man. They were smart. Yeah. So yeah. they pop out from under the trees, man. One of them grabs my buddy's sack. He's gone like Roadrunner. And uh, the other bully... I look him right in the eyes, and he looks me in the eyes, and he grabs my bag, and he pulls. And I'll be goddamned if I'm <laughs> going to let go of that bag. So I held on. And he dragged me. I am, This is not a joke or an exaggeration. He dragged me at least 100 to 120 feet. Jeez. The whole length. Wow. The whole Through length the of the orchard. Wow. To the point where he, we had, for some bizarre reason, we had some cacti in the orchard <laughs> with huge friggin' It's, Needles yeah, on them? Yeah, yeah, Just, you Just know, because, yeah. hey, a kid's going to get hurt, so why not put a few, you know, <laughs> it's like a video game, man. It's like, a, yeah. let's, put some, <laughs> let's put some more obstacles in the way. So so into the cactus, one of the pieces of cactus is stuck in my leg. But I didn't let go, oh, and man. finally he just was like, you win, and just took off. Wow. And I'm dirty, <laughs> sweating, <laughs> tears, adrenaline tears are coming down my face, and my leg's bleeding, but damn it. I held on to my candy, and I gave my buddy some candy, too. Oh, that's good. Cause not he half. Because he's, but, you know, Of course Because he didn't deal he with what have, I yet. He shouldn't let it get, get away. And I, I paid with blood, sweat, and tears, baby. <laughs> but that's how it was back then. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, you know, it was, yeah. it was weird. It was kind of cool in a way that the older kids kind of bullied. I don't know how to explain yeah, it, but yeah. there was kind of a weird, ooh, you know? Yeah. You know how it is? It's like a horror movie or yeah, something, but yeah. a safe one. The bullies right. aren't going to kill you or stab you. It's not a Stephen no, King no. story. They're not going to carve their name into your belly, at least where I grew <laughs> up. You know, they'll smack you around or yeah. you know, they'll steal your candy or something. But 
I didn't, we didn't have, the older kids in my neighborhood, uh, and there weren't very many kids my age, but the older kids, they didn't steal the candy. They, they discovered fireworks very quickly. And Ooh. oh my God, every Halloween, the thick blanket of smoke <laughs> hanging in the, in the, the street. And they would, if they saw you, they would shoot fireworks at you. Oh, yeah. But like, but that right wasn't. Right at your face. They didn't care about who, the candy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kids lost eyes, fingers. <laughs> It was yeah. it, it was crazy. They had we had to have to have cops go up, up and down our our block because they got so bad well, every sure. year. It's like some places they have mischief night. Yeah, you know, yeah. devil's night. Yeah. Detroit know. is big. That, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's the night before Halloween, yeah. isn't it? Devil's yeah. night, and it's just an excuse for people to, to just it's like go the purge, nuts. baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's vandalism is. and it really you is. know breaking stuff and yeah. you know so yeah it's I. I Halloween. I don't know how it is. To, I always say this because I don't have kids. I don't, I, don't yeah. have, I don't have any sort of baseline for what it is like today. I, I yeah. should really talk to some of my friends with kids. <laughs> I don't know why. But I don't. why? <laughs> we, should, we need to have a uh, parenting expert come on and help us with these yeah, things. Explain to so, how, how wrong we are yes. on everything. <laughs> but for us, it was, it was a night of hanging with your buddies, yeah. getting a ton yeah. of candy, and then the best part. The best part of Halloween is if it was on a weekend, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. your buddy spends the night, yeah, yeah, and then you got candy trades, yeah, or if a couple yeah. of your friends come <laughs> over and you got candy trades, the candy market opens. Oh yeah, everybody. <laughs> you, I just remember it's like a bank, man. You separate your candy bars and you separate your your good and plenties, and and then you put your gross candy corns, and some idiot gives you raisins, so you just throw those yeah, in the trash. Yeah. Or there's yeah. always some weird kids like, "I'll take the raisins," and you're just like, "All right, get your fingers <laughs> out of your nose, weirdo." Here's your raisins. But yeah, the candy trades, yeah. man. Yeah. Because everybody, and the beautiful thing about the candy trades is everybody's got their favorite kind of candy. So if I love hundred thousand dollar bars, yeah, and you're a mounds man. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, I yeah. hate mounds. Right, well, it's easy to mounds. trade. I yeah. get them hundred grands, baby. And yeah, I mean, I had. Uh, <laughs> I loved candy so much as a kid. I had a little <laughs> safe, like one of those bank safes, you know. Oh, with nice. The, nice. It, it, the combination, and uh, I would. That's where I put my candy, <laughs> and because <laughs> it was precious gold, baby. Because you know, candy was different. We, at least, I wasn't allowed to just eat all the candy. Yeah, no, you no, know, no. in the world, we had. I also wasn't deprived. Like no, no. My no. friend Larry. Let's Larry, Larry, Larry good old Larry, good old yeah. laser tag Larry, <laughs> which is the weirdest name for him because we like played that once. But Larry, he his family was very healthy. Oh very yeah, very healthy. Yeah. All carob. Oh all good. no, I hated spending oh, at his place because oh. I'd be like, "What are you having for dinner?" And if they were having burritos, and I'm like, "I can stomach that because it was just beans and whatever." But mostly it was like some gross, healthy fish dish or oh, something. Yeah. So he, but he loved. Oh, of course house, he did. Because we had like, those old mother's cookies, you know, the oatmeal with the chocolate on top. Oh, nice. Drizzle. Nice. So he would just chop. He would eat so many cookies. He would eat enough cookies to make himself sick. <laughs> because, you know, this <laughs> well, is the yeah, problem. You like, get deprived of something, yeah. it becomes uh, a no-no. Right, right. You know, so then you want it. I've always explained the cookie uh, paradox, yeah. which is the more you make something s- Unattainable. The yeah. more somebody wants it, even if you don't want a cookie now, you want a cookie because yeah. you're telling me I can't have a cookie. Right. Exactly. exactly. We're just a bunch of stubborn babies. Everything in moderation, man. Ooh. Every, okay, that's a tangent. Deprive so. yourself a little bit, and it's bad. You gotta, you gotta give yourself a little bit. But candy, baby. Candy. Yeah. And that was the candy time. Yeah. You know, we had, we had some good candies. Yeah. We had Abba's. Yeah. Zabba's. 
Oh, yeah. Remember Abba Zabba's? Abba Zabba's, yeah. I wasn't a big fan of Abba Zabba's. They were Abba okay. Abba had a special chewy. little treat, like, though. It was, was it a chewy, toffee like... with peanut butter in the middle, but the peanut butter was real soft. Oh, that's right. It was yeah. a toffee peanut butter. Zabba, it was Zabba, just Zabba. weird. I don't know. Something about the, the texture of it was just weird. But well, I mean, it was I, also like. I ate it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was like chewing on. Yeah. The, like. Spackle or something, you know, it wasn't <laughs> the easiest thing to eat. But we challenged ourselves with candies, man. Yeah. They would cut our mouths, lollipops. Yeah, our lollipops yeah. weren't shaved down and smooth. You put it in your mouth and cut your mouth up. Yeah, it's like putting yeah. a, a cherry razor blade in your mouth. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Speaking of razor blades. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so one Halloween, the old man, for whatever reason, I was really young, but the old man, the stepdad, was taking me. Weird. Trick-or-treating, which he didn't usually do, but we were having a good time. and and uh, But, you know, he was starting to get impatient because he didn't want to be out too much, and we're not a-walking, and, you know. <laughs> so we're all through the neighborhood, and so the old man, he's getting a little weary, but there was this one road, <laughs> kind of a dirt road that went down to a few houses. And okay. I was like, come on, we need more candy. Fine. So one more house, you know. So... Uh, <laughs> We, I go running down. He's trudging after me, and we get to this house, and and the people in it are, are packing up, packing up, packing up, fast, fast, fast. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like trick treats, <clears throat> and uh, I'm like hey, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. So the person was gone for about, I don't know, to me it felt like forever, but it was probably right. three, four minutes. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, they're like plop, plop something in my bag, and they're like happy Halloween, and gives me this weird look. Right. We head back to the house, and uh. I start going through the candy, and they had thrown an apple, and I swear to God, they had thrown an apple in my bag, and in that apple was a razor blade. Wow. Here's the thing about a razor blade and an apple. <laughs> it ain't stealthy, man. It's really obvious. You got a jam hammer that's, you know, yeah. unless you grow an apple, Johnny Appleseed, around. Seed, around a yeah, he spent all this time. Crafting an apple around a razor blade. Can you do that? Yeah. So the old man is incensed. Oh, I can imagine. And because uh, yeah. somebody's trying to kill my kid. Well, he's like, somebody, I'm the only one that gets. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm totally kidding. But uh, <laughs> but so no, he was pissed, right? And sure. and I was kind of freaked out. And so we go back there. He brings me with him, right? Which was awesome because the old man. The beauty about the old man, he would take me on these things. Like, he did not care about child safety when it came to adventures of revenge or whatever it is. You know, one time somebody threw an egg at the truck. Did a J-turn, baby, in a Ford (laughs) F-150. Jumps out. Come on. We're chasing, you know, I was like, as seven, you know, (laughs) partner, whatever. So we go down there, and this is less than... This is probably 90 minutes, maybe, since yeah, yeah. we had been there. Probably less. Mm-hmm. And we get there, man, and everybody's gone. Everything's gone. Just Everything gone. is gone. Gone, baby. Maybe they weren't real people, Jim. No, but they. But it was real. So I'm just. <laughs> so if anybody is like, that's an urban legend. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Because now you know a person that it happened to. Right. And also, it's really not a dangerous thing. You know? Right. Because. Right. There's no way to conceal, because nobody's eating a nasty old ripped up apple. If you can take a bite of an apple and get an entire razor blade in your mouth, 
you got bigger problems yeah. than eating yeah. a razor bladed apple. But I just wanted to point that out because you know a lot of people think that's an yeah. Irby Leggy, yeah. but it's yeah. uh, but it did happen. Yeah, and it did happen. But at least in my case, uh, nothing ba- untoward happened right. because right. I'm not a, a complete moron. I guess. <laughs> you know, just half a moron. I never had to deal with any of that stuff, but I did. Uh, I think I was like seven or eight, and I had gone up to this house up the street, and it the way the the street was really long, and like. We lived in the middle of it, and I rarely went up to that side of the street. Like, it was – I mean, eventually I did because I went to, to middle school up, up beyond that. But was like, it the wrong side of the tracks? No. I mean, it was It's just a big street. And so, like, I, you know, we'd usually hang out in our area and, and whatever. And your turf? Yeah. And, and also, this was up the top where there was, like, weird people lived up there. Like, the guy who tried to burn his house down because mm-hmm. his – daughter or son was marrying the neighbor's daughter or son i don't know i don't remember the details but he was upset about it so he burned his house down and tried to burn their house down naturally it was weird you know uh but i lynchian drive (laughs) (laughs) but i go up and uh it's a tiny little house and knock on the door you know my mom's with me and lady answers i don't even think she was wearing a costume and i was like oh okay i take two steps away and out from behind the side of the house and granted, the dude was tall, but he was dressed like Frankenstein, Ooh. and he comes lumbering out, and I just lost my shit. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you? I was like seven or eight, I think. 17, 18? Yeah. This was, I was 35. <laughs> uh, but I, I took, like, I started doing the cartoon, like, steps backwards, yeah. and then I turned and ran and ran straight headfirst into the guy's van. Oh, did you dent it? I Yeah, I knocked myself out. Like, oh, I literally wow. was unconscious for about 30 seconds. And, and then I woke up, and the dude felt so bad. Oh, yeah, of course. He almost killed a child. But, of course, he was hovering over me, still wearing the costume. Of course. And, like, I probably pooped myself. I well, because no he was idea. also it doing was... the voice. He's like... Yeah. <laughs> It was it was so he gave me so much candy, <laughs> like he felt he so bad. But I just felt like an idiot. I, and you were a story in that family. Yeah, yeah. For every Remember that time you yeah. scared the crap Remember out of that. You kid? almost <laughs> killed that kid when you were Frankenstein. Oh, uh, it was it was fun though. I didn't go back up to the top of the street very often after that. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a Frankenstein living there. <laughs> um, what was your favorite costume? Uh, when you're growing up. You know, I don't it's I was thinking about this. I don't remember a lot of my costumes. I don't either. I remember like you said, I remember vampires and pirates and a lot of hobos because it was yeah. just you burned a little bit of chalk and it was not easy. chalk, you, you burned a, a cork and, and there's always yeah. corks in our house <laughs> and wine and stuff. Burn a little bit of cork and rub it on your face and look like a hobo. It was Make easy that to hobo put beard. Yeah, you know, yeah. you got a bindle, just need a stick and a hanker and a kerchief. Um but my favorite, and it was also, a, a, it was my favorite and my most disappointing. <laughs> because I love the Incredible Hulk, mm-hmm. and I was going as the Hulk. Nice. And, you know, I got a wig, I dyed oh. it green. Nice. I ripped up a shirt, yeah. cut, cut, cut off a pair of jeans down at the knees, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I painted my whole body green. And my head, my face green, <laughs> and I look rad. And my mom, well, she was like, I think it's a little too cold for oh, you to be no. going out there with no shirt on. I don't know why I made my mom sound like Lindsey Graham. She doesn't. <laughs> my mom is a very articulate, she really wonderful doesn't. woman. Yeah, she no, doesn't at all. Nothing at all. So I apologize. Uh, but she's like, it's too cold. You can't go out there with no shirt. You're going to catch a cold. So she... To her credit, she was never a person that was like, you can't do this, 
deal with it. She would always come up with a solution, oh, right? Okay, okay. So she got a green sweatshirt and she balled up all these socks to make these oh, big nice. muscles and nice. these big booby muscles and stuff. Yeah. But still, I was a, usually call them <laughs> I was so stubborn. Our family is a very stubborn family yeah. in their own oh. special way. And I was so I was so mad because I didn't get to go topless. Right. Which is right. so weird because like now you couldn't pay me to take my shirt. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but back then, so anyway, there's a picture of me with the little costume on it. It's cute. And I and she made me wear like tights. Green tights underneath my pants. Okay, okay. You know, so yeah. it was like. So it wasn't, yeah. And she made me wear shoes. So I was like, this um. is so not the Hulk. I should be barefoot. I should be shirtless. I should be, you know. But she, but she was smart enough to not put me out shirtless and shoeless sure, sure. in 40, 50 degree. You know, it's, it, it's California, but it's, yeah. you know, in the fall back before. It, it could still get We chilly. had a lot of global yeah. warming. Yeah. It got cold in the fall. Yeah. It'll get down to. 40s and 50s. Uh, so there's a picture of me. And I just, man, I don't. I look like the Hulk because I'm mm. pissed about uh, <laughs> no, But it was my so favorite angry. costume and the one costume that I remember the most because uh, I was obsessed with the with, uh, Hulk. But it was also the most disappointing because, you know. Yeah, it's, it good. wasn't exactly what you wanted. But whatever. And, uh, it looked better. My mom was yeah. right. She was always right about that stuff. You didn't catch pneumonia? No, <laughs> I didn't get sick. I got a ton of candy, you know. And then by the end of it, I was fine with it. But it was just yeah. that, you know, the that disappointment initial, yeah. of like, it's not. <laughs> it's not canon, Mom. This is not a canon <laughs> costume. He did not wear a sweatshirt or tights or tennis shoes, but I did put the tights over the tennis shoes. I, I like that in your your little mind, you thought that somehow you would be able to create canon <laughs> yes. costume was better than your mother. I was a purist, baby. I was a purist. I get it. I didn't, what about I you? What was your favorite costume? I don't really have – I like to wear – I don't have anything specific, but I really like to wear masks. Like that was a big thing. And I think a lot of it's just because I really wanted to hide from people all the time. Aww. That's why I read and was a loner. Um, but I – so I don't remember. There was – it looked like a um, – it was like a vampire mask. It looked like Morbius. Uh, they're actually doing a movie of it pretty soon. But he was from – I was into comics and he was – he was. Uh, it wasn't a technically Morbius the vampire thing, but I kind of made it that. And that was always my favorite to wear because nice. I, I could be anybody. It was like, who knows underneath this mask, <laughs> you know? I, I went as a pregnant nun in high school. Oh, my God. Oh, in high school. Okay. I thought you were five. I was six. <laughs> it was my choice. Oh, my God. Oh, that was, pregnant nun. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I had some. I barely remember. I didn't. I never really put a lot of effort into it. Like I was just. I was like, got to the point where I think it was probably because my brother got out of it because mm. he's two and a half, three years older than me. So I had to be cool like him and like, oh, I don't care. I don't care. So at a very young age, I was just kind of like, eh, whatever. Oh, your brother stole your childhood. No, it was me. <laughs> it was me. Uh, I'll blame myself. But. uh it was not, you know. No, I feel the same. I mean, I, my sister was older. So I told you, like, my one of my favorite Halloweens was when I conned her into yeah. watching that movie marathon with me. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, you know, I didn't get, we, you know, just because we were so different in ages until right. we were older, I was kind of a pest. And yeah. I get it. Yeah. You know, she yeah. was a cool kid. I was just kind of a pest. <laughs> but so it was always, always cool to me when she would hang out with me. Because yeah. she was so cool. Yeah. I felt cooler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. So, you know, I always I mean, remember. That's... She she doesn't remember it. She's. Like, I was talking to her the other day. She's like, what? <laughs> we did what? <laughs> <laughs> that was just another day for me. I don't know if no, she did. About. She did. I'm just joking. But she, yeah, it was just, it was a really fun time. And 
But you you watched horror movies to help you get over being scared of horror movies. Well, right? no, it wasn't. I wasn't scared necessarily of horror when I when I was very young. My mm-hmm. dad died. Yeah, which yeah. made me angry and and then scared. Yeah, and yeah. I was very scared of sort of hyper aware of certain things. Like my sister, you know, again being older, she she had a sleepover. I think it was four, three or four. I distinctly mm-hmm. remember this memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were going to play Bloody Mary. Oh, God. So I had my mom come in and turn over every even possible reflective surface. Oh, wow. In my wow. clocks. Wow. You know, glossy books, anything. Yeah. I'd be like, I can see something in that. And she'd be like, okay, okay. <laughs> go, okay, easy. <laughs> but, you know, she understood. And, you know, it was like stuff like that. I was just very, you know, I saw things. Yeah, I had yeah. nightmares. You, just because... You know, it's it's trauma, and it's and you have an active imagination. Yeah, I don't know why I'm like uh, trying to <laughs> defend myself of being scared as a child. Well, you know, I was still tough. <laughs> it's like easy, buddy. It's okay to be scared. So, I think watching horror movies initially, you know, I started with creature features, mm-hmm. and you know that kind of scared. But I, I just started really enjoying being scared by things that I knew weren't real. It's or couldn't a, get a me controlled scare. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then you know you get older. I don't know if you did this, but it's like you get older, and then you have this kind of collective thing. Like we had this collective thing with my friends that were we all believed Bigfoot right. was real. Right. right. A, of course he was. <laughs> and B, he lived in that vacant lot at the end of the of road. Of course he did. And we would go on expeditions. <laughs> Sometimes we'd have the lady, Fine. ladies, you, you stay here, ladies. <laughs> Us men are going to go on an expedition for Bigfoot. We, we would dig Bigfoot traps. Oh, wow. To the point, and so this is just a collective imagination. Yeah, yeah. Gone amok because right. then we started right. a cult and we started sacrificing <laughs> children. No. But, you know, the same kind of thing. It's just uh, that was fun. Yeah. But, you know, when you're a little kid and you're seeing things that aren't real or whatever, it's not fun. And if you're yeah. alone, yeah. it's not fun, you know? Yeah. So. So I started finding the fun of being scared. Right. And, you know, a movie that could really scare me mm-hmm. really was like the one I remember the most, I think, was probably Nightmare on Elm Street. I think that oh, yeah. really yeah. got me. Yeah. yeah. Because it was uh, in your dreams. Right. right. There were no rules for you Freddy. Could, Freddy yeah. could just pop up or run or grow long arms. All the tropes. You couldn't get away. Yeah. You know, all the dumb tropes of ah, ah, ooh, yeah, ah, yeah. running and then tripping and then big lumbering <laughs> bloopity bloop comes with his right. big old stabber. Cheep, cheep, cheep. <laughs> you know, and if you were, I don't know, if, not clumsy, you probably would have survived. But not with Freddy, baby. He no. gets in your dreams. And so just it was it was horrifying. And, and that was also around the time of, of the, the whole haunted house thing that I talked about during the Ghostbusters show. Sure, sure. Uh, so it was just... I, I, I went from uh, dreading scary things right. and dreading seeing Bloody Mary. Right, you know, right. Dreading, because I thought that stuff could kill you. Yeah, yeah. You well, know, of course. I, I you thought, believe it real. I mean, of course. I think the, the, the most thing that I was terrified of was being possessed by the devil. <laughs> because I saw the, the exorcist way too yeah. young. Yeah. Way yeah. too young, to the point where it traumatized me. I really thought. I was like, okay. How much do I need to pray to make sure, you know, if I believe, what, what if I don't believe for a second? Can the devil get in my head? I had all these questions that, like, a five-year-old shouldn't have, Yeah, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. And then, and then when Damien came out, the omen. The omen, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Then I was convinced I was the son of the devil. So I was always <laughs> checking for 666 on my head. You know, I'd be, ooh, there's a bump here. Yeah. Six, six, yeah. Six. Uh, you know, it's just like, I don't know why I was so petrified of the devil. You know, now I'm a, a devil worshiper. <laughs> I've gone the other way. I, I, I hail Satan. And uh, no, but you know what I mean? It's like being Catholic. Yeah. You, yeah. you find your fears where you find them. And I think I was prone to finding fears as a child and being afraid. Sure. Because it was a. Uh, Fear and anger are are ways of of processing well, grief or depression. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't know how to do that kind of stuff as a child, you know your your stuff is going to come out in weird ways. And boy, right, I did right. It. The more the more you can control the fear and, and how you're scared, it's easier then to deal with the stuff that you can't control. Yeah, like your dad dying. Sure, and, sure. And, and stuff that you know you can't control death. It's just how it is. Well, then it goes to the other way. You know, when when you're very aware of death at a young age, and yeah, you you yeah. get older, then then it's then you you kind of go the other way. So right. it's like, oh, well, then I'll you know I did all these extreme things to see if I if would you survive. Would you know, <laughs> just stupid, stupid things. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and finally you get a balance of. Just uh, <laughs> living, <laughs> you know, and trying yeah. not to uh, try not to do anything stupid, too stupid, I guess. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we'll talk more about some spooky stories. Hoopa! Hoopa! Oh, Quint's after me again. Hey, this is Hooper from Jaws, and I just want to say when we're out on the boat going after the Carcanian Carcasus, or whatever it's called, we're always listening to our favorite show, The Gen X Files, now on Spotify. New episodes every Friday. All celebrity voices are poorly impersonated. You lived on. Your grandma. Oh yeah, yeah. So trees. this was the crazy thing. I my grandmother growing up, the house my mom grew One, up in. Two, uh, she lived on Elm Street on a dead end, Ooh. right up against a cemetery. Yeah, and there was these kids always jump roping <laughs> in front of it. They had a the fence. It was just a chain link fence between the cemetery and their backyard, and they actually had a like step ladder that went over it, so you could literally just walk right into nice. the cemetery. Yeah. My grandfather, like he 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 volunteered and took care of the cemetery. Like during uh, Memorial Day, he'd go plant flags and all this stuff. Mm. He was a good man. Really, um, he didn't make furniture out of body parts. Not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> but That's, it was. Why did you do the quotes when he was a good man? No, it kidding. was. Uh, it, it was funny because I would mention this every time growing up. I would mention this to my friends, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, how did you do it? How did you do?" It? I'm just like, "It's not. Well, it's, your, I mean, it's just coincidence." It's were you deal. there before the movie? Um, I mean, I had to have been. Yeah. So, so it I mean, wasn't like, you know. But I distinctly remember the moment when I realized it was Elm Street. <laughs> like, I'd been there like 20 times, and I was like, oh my God, what? The whole time? Yeah. I just had a nightmare. Yeah. A nightmare on Elm Street. Did you ever do that? <laughs> no, no. Grandmama. No, grandpapa. <laughs> I've had a nightmare. I've had a nightmare on Elm Street. Make me some cocoa. <laughs> cocoa? Yeah. That's how you say it. Yes. To in your Iowa, grandmama. That's how you say things. To your grandpapa. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> accents in Iowa. <laughs> I didn't usually when I was there, my, my mom has seven brothers and sisters, so it was a big family. And so usually if we were there, there was going to be like 40 of us in the house. Was so, there seven brats or seven brothers? Uh, so I, there weren't seven brothers, <laughs> but yes, <laughs> there were eight of them total, Jim. Uh, was eight enough? Uh, apparently they thought so. Because uh, they stopped after that. That was a TV show. Eight yeah. is enough. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> wow, thank you for pointing that out. Well, you seem to just dance over it. I, yeah, it was a bad pun. Yeah, I just wanted to bury it. I put generally it put a stake in and say eight is enough, baby. to ignore your bad jokes. <laughs> hey, Willie Ames. Eight is enough, baby. Really? Was Willie Ames? I it thought is. he was on uh, Charles in Charge. You know, actors can be on more than one show. No. Mm-hmm. Was he, it, what was his name on Charles in Charge? He had a really bad name. Buddy. It was Buddy? It was Buddy. Oh, I thought it was something else. Mm-hmm. It was his last name. Anyway. It was Buddy Boing. Boinger. Boinger. <laughs> uh, I didn't really have any ghost type stuff. Like, it was never my house, you know, was, I think it was pretty new. My parents, I lived in the same house for like 35 years. Or yeah. My parents did. So, like, it wasn't like a, an old house. It wasn't haunted as, as far as I know. Uh, but I did have one incident where... You could ride your bikes. It, it was a little bit further than you probably should have, but you would go to the Four Mile Creek. Crick. Four Mile like, Creek. Four Mile Creek. Uh, flooded every year, but during the summers, it would get really low, and you could go underneath the bridge. Mm. And there was one time I was with my friends, and we went underneath, and there was a right underneath, nestled right against the underneath of the bridge, was a mattress, and on top of that mattress was a white T-shirt filled mm. with sticks. That looked like it was like a torso mm-hmm. and a giant knife jammed into it. So so far that it was actually jammed into the mattress as well. Nice. Was it a nice knife? It it reminded me of like a Rambo knife. It was like one of those big, it had like the serrated Ooh. things. Why didn't you and take it? Did you take the knife? Yeah, because I'm not going to touch this weird ritualistic <laughs> thing. Like I think my two friends were like, oh my God, one of them was super freaked out. I was just like, okay, that's good. And... And we left it and took off, but it was uh, weird. It was a little too real. Like I was like, okay, this is odd. Was this around Halloween or? Uh, no, no, it was in the summer. Because uh, it was, if it was Halloween, the it would have been frozen over. Um, but yeah, it was it was super weird, and I I don't know. I mean, I never talked about it after that. Not it's until Blair later. Witch. And I, it was just weird. And I that is weird. That's somebody did that. I would a, have taken a knife. There was a lot of meth back in the day, so I mean, it might have been. <laughs> well, it could have yeah. been a art project, and then somebody, you know, it's probably somebody on meth, like <laughs> a couple, right? And then yeah. one guy's all like, he's all, he's all methed up. He's like, "Wait, honey, this is you. Okay, <laughs> this is you. You know, stabbing you." And she's like, "How dare you stab me? You get rid of that right now. You throw that under the bridge." <sighs> I think that's what was most disturbing about it is that it seemed very deliberate. Yeah. And like, and like, it was just like, okay, I don't know. I don't think it was intended for us. I don't think it was, it was just very weird. Yeah. No, that is very strange. Unsettling. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just, it's not something that you normally see. (laughs) I did have a friend in college, uh, in my, in Iowa city where I went to school. They, um, Lived inside of a converted World War II, like, factory. It was this small... It was weird. It was like an assembly plant or something. Interesting. But they turned it into, like, into houses and, like, apartments. And they had boxes move. One guy, the guy that lived in the basement, woke up and a dude was just standing over him. Oh, wow. And said a couple words and and then walked away. And he was able... Is he sure it wasn't a real dude? <laughs> I, don't, well, I don't know. He, he's like, it might have been. I, but I don't think it was because he, he could theoretically uh, go the straight outside <laughs> yeah. from the guy's room. But, like, he was like, I chased him down. I couldn't find him. Ooh. So, like, because he was, he woke up from a nap. Or yeah. so it was, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. He woke up from a nap, and he was just like, what the fuck? And, and then uh, 
Yeah, but but they would ha- they would hear boxes like pulled out of closets they had put away, and yeah. they would be out in the hallway and be drug around and stuff. Yeah, I saw when I was dealing with our situ- with I guess my situation because mm-hmm. I was the only one that really saw anything. I would have uh, cabinets, all the cabinets in the kitchen open. No, uh, yeah, and I I put some towels away and and I felt the the roosh. Yeah, and I turned around and the They'd the doors open. are open, the closet doors are open. Oh wow, wow. Um, so yeah, it's like that kind of stuff, and I, I think I said this before, because I don't. I mean, I, even though I experience this kind of stuff, I don't really believe in the supernatural. I don't believe in ghosts or whatever, but I do believe in energy. Yeah, same. And I think that you know, because we, if you if you really want to hear the story, go back and listen to the. Yeah, good. The ghost I'm not going to retell yeah. the whole thing, but spoiler alert: my sister and I Scooby Dooed the whole thing, and found out that there was an Italian family that had burned. Oh, to death in the wow. turn of the century on the on the property that my dad built. Wow. My stepdad built the house. So that explained everything that was going on because I was seeing fire and smelling fire. Yeah, and yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Um, so my thought was that because some when people die in a very sudden and traumatic way, mm-hmm. there's probably some psychic imprint or some sort of stain. Yeah. Energy, there, some energy, energy stain that, or something that, we that is, don't understand. Yeah, because yeah. it's just so intense. Yeah, and I think some people, you know, just like a radio frequency or mm-hmm. something of that matter. Of that matter, <laughs> I think some some people are attuned to that yeah. frequency, and maybe some well, of these psychics yeah. can can attune into this energy that you know from these kids getting killed or whatever. And you know, yeah, who knows what it is? Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm not. I'm not a 100% skeptic saying nothing because I know yeah. who knows, man. Anything could be real and nothing yeah, could be real. Yeah. But I, I tend to be more science-y, but, and, it, and it, I guess that's more of a comforting explanation for me. I don't remember who said it, but somebody said magic is science we just don't understand yet. And I, and I believe that, that supernatural is kind of that way. I think eventually this stuff will be able to be mm-hmm. explained through science and, and, and we'll be able to lot, understand yeah. energy. But so much but, of it is BS. Yeah. So it kind of taints con artists that can take advantage of it. Oh, yes. Because it's a very, yeah. I mean, being a psychic, you have to be very intuitive. You have to be able to read people. You have to pick up on things. Yeah. You know, so it's a a talent. And and here's the thing. Yeah. You know, whether it's religion or psychics or psychiatrists, whatever, whatever your poison is, however... Whatever helps you get through what you need to get through, do it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not exactly. judging exactly. You yeah. know, I don't. I have. I, I'm very sensitive to other people's energy. Like it's not, and not like in a. Oh, I can tell. I mean, I can tell when you're sad and all that. But whenever we played hide and seek growing up, I could. Al- I always knew when they were near me. Like Ooh. even if I couldn't see them, I knew they were there. You're like a little Stephen King boy. It was like it's like a frequency would change. Like mm-hmm. I could hear it, and it was it was very weird. But like I, you know, I mean, you know that creepy little chocolate. I think I'm kid. just. I think I'm sensitive to <laughs> electromagnetic energy. <laughs> the creepy chocolate boy. That yeah. I know where you are, Cynthia. <laughs> You're behind the hutch, and you, Jeffrey. <laughs> I see you there in the closet. I smell you, mm. McDonald Jones. I don't. I, it didn't work. If I was seeking, it didn't work. It was only if I was hiding. Oh. So, like, and they would come near. So it was, so a it was pointless power. It 100% was, <laughs> which is why I'm not a psychic. I, or a championship hide-and-seek player. No, I am not. Uh, but I do, but I agree with the energy thing. Because, like, we both worked at uh, Zombie Joe's Underground. Mm-hmm. We've talked about mm-hmm. before. And there's definitely some energy sure. there. I mean, 
you know, a lot of very dramatic things happen there. Mm-hmm. And and there was one time where I had, I think I mentioned this yep. during the Ghostbusters episode, that I saw a face up in the, in the window. Yeah. And it was, I just, it was literally looking up and looking down. And, but every and time. it was me. It was, <laughs> every time I walked through, it always felt like somebody's walking behind yeah, it me. Was always, not, yeah, it was always weird to be, as a director, you would be the first one there. And yeah. you would have to turn on all the lights. Yeah. And the way you would have to do it. <laughs> Is you would have to walk all the way through a darkened lobby and theater, dark to get, black yeah, box theater, to get to which the is thing. very dark. And it was, you know, I'm not a very like I said, I'm, I don't get scared or creeped yeah. easily, but I got a little creeped, man. It yeah. was creepy. There was another time, my old writing partner Darren, okay. wonderful man, amazing man, um, he uh, was writing this story in college about this theater in Boston, where. Uh, it was a club, like a, mm-hmm. like a speakeasy back okay. in the day. Okay. And there was a fire and like 50 people burned to death. Mm. And then they built a movie theater, you know, on the thing. And so it was, he worked there and the, the, the line was, it was haunted. And, you know, you would hear people right. running and right. you would hear shoofly doofly and all this stuff. And so we, uh, you know, he got permission for us to spend the night there. Ooh. Well, he was going to do it. He's like, you want to come? I was like, F yeah, man. <laughs> Sleep in a haunted theater? Yeah. yeah. So we get there, and it was creepy. Like, I don't think anything really happened, or I don't remember if we, right. you know. I want to say that we heard, like, thundering footsteps of people trying to, but I don't think that happened. Uh, <laughs> but I do remember we, we, we were pretty high. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and on life. No, but we were, we were you know. And uh, we would we'd be like, okay. Go. It was a big theater too. It was like go walk all the way down, around the front of the theater, and all the way back. Which sounds like a really easy thing to do. Sure. But it was completely black, and it had these oh. two red lights at the end oh. where, the, where the exit square that yeah. looked like eyes. Nice. And so, the deeper you got in, and granted, we were a little mind altered, <laughs> not sober. But man, yeah. the closer you got to the screen, the creepier it got. Creepier got to the point where once you did the circle, man, you were sprinting back because. Oh yeah, I love that. I love that fear. I wish I could. I I don't really feel that anymore. I haven't been to a. You know, I I worked at this place that was supposed to be haunted. I didn't see anything or feel anything. Yeah, yeah, and but uh, but so I don't get that as much. But man, I I just loved the same thing with the Bigfoot and everything. Yeah, it's like you give yourselves these scenarios, you know, because life can get boring. So you have these cool little adventures that aren't real, but they feel real. Well, of course, of course. That was that was always the same. Walking through Zombie Joe's, having to after turn the lights out, you turn the lights out, you got to walk all the way to the back through the dark theater. Halfway through, you're good, and then it's like, nope, nope, gonna quicken my pace, quicken my pace. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just, I got to the point where I was just leaving the back door open so the Mm -hmm. light would come in because. Or coming through the back. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, yeah. But it was dark. It was just all about the dark. It was very, very dark. Because it was was. a black theater, so it wasn't just dark. It was pitch black because the floor was painted black. Yeah. Walls were painted black. The curtains black. Everything's black because it's a black box theater. (laughs) Yeah. You can't see your hand in front of your face. It's. But we had other, I mean, other actors and stuff had talked about seeing things and, sure. and all that. Because actors are very dramatic and they need attention. Yeah, I don't know if I believe any of it. I mean, I, Especially I, theater actors. I mean, yeah. Uh, growing up on my street, my street was super weird. And because it was so long and we were the, on a hill, the bottom of the hill felt, it was like there was three sections of the street. Mm-hmm. And the bottom of the hill we literally never went to. And 
because it got super weird and kind of woodsy and like, but the end of the street, there was a guy that lived down there and had so much tragedy befall this guy. I felt so bad for him, but somebody broke into his house. I had to have been less than 10, mm. but somebody broke into his house and shot and killed his wife. Good Lord. The, the, one of the bullets went through their picture window and I, that hole in that picture window what was there forever. Like, yeah. I was like, why didn't you clean that up? And Oof. eventually he got remarried and then one of his kids got hit by a car and died. Good Lord. Yeah, it was a bad, it was bad energy on that street. <clears throat> this bad wasn't energy. Elm Street though. No, no, this was not. This was 40, 41st Court or something. Nightmares <laughs> on 44th yeah. Court. Yeah, it was, uh, or 40, I don't even remember where I grew up. Wow. Nightmares where Adam couldn't remember where he grew <laughs> well, up. We did have another guy. Uh, he had the biggest house on the block and uh, was cleaning his gutters. And due to his own devising, uh, he was cleaning the gutters out and fell off his ladder and fell into like an inch of mud and drowned. Ugh. Because he was using the hose to yeah. get all the gutters. And big stuff. house, big problems, yeah. baby. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was sad. That's it's sad too because that guy had a whole life. Yeah. Who knows what happened, but he's always yeah. going to be remembered as the dude that drowned in an inch of water. Yeah. After yeah. Falling off of his, yeah. cleaning his gutters. But I, there was one day coming. The indignity. Waking up for school and looking outside and seeing this woman running up the street and a guy with a giant knife just walking behind her. And I was like, got on. My mom calls 911. And the first thing they said was, Yeah, we've gotten a few calls about this already. <laughs> it was like, Then why is nobody here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a. I had a. Was, was he wearing a. A hockey mask, or was he wearing a James T. Kirk mask? Uh, no, it was actually a burlap sack with one eye oh, cut out. Yeah. classic yeah, yeah. Jason. Nice. But he was naked otherwise. It was very weird. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we talked about uh, having other horror movies that we didn't get to cover, mm. like Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I mean, which, which we will definitely cover. At some point. Um, but, but there were so many just, like... Bizarre. Remember, I don't know if you ever saw uh, Night of the Lupus, Captain Kirk. About the rabbits. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this giant rabbits. <laughs> all around. We have to when get When did that come out? Was that what the early 70s? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. okay. This was back when uh, William Shatner would do anything. He was doing <laughs> Corman movies. He did like Big Bad Mama. He did. Nice. Like, people are like, oh, Star Trek. Woo. Star Trek really didn't. Take off again until yeah the, to, to the reruns in next generation yeah and, well, well no no well yes the original yes. one got popular again and they did the movies and stuff right. Uh, right. which led into the next generation you know the popularity yeah. grew but but it Star Trek when it ran wasn't a very successful series it only ran no. for three seasons no. and it it kind of petered out and the actors just kind of were like okay right. and so Shatner would do anything so he'd always show up in these. These like low budget horror movies. <laughs> Night of Lupus. I just remember him in like a, a little uh, RV or something, and and they had these slowed down <laughs> rabbits. You know, they just undercrank the camera and they're jumping. Just cute little <laughs> rabbits, just jumping and eating people. Or this is one my sister and I loved was frogs. Do you remember oh, frogs? No. Oh man. Such a good movie. <laughs> it was basically an ecological film. Ecological. Ecological. Uh, and it was about something happened with the frogs and then just the explosion of this frog population. And the frogs just started eating people. Oh, check out. we got to watch frogs, man. We're going to have to do like a, a weird animal horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, there's them with the them ants. Them was great with the ants. You know, the giant ants, the, the nuclear yeah. uh, created giant <laughs> ants. 
Uh, I love giant stuff, man. Which, the creature features, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I loved when, but, yeah. when you made a... I don't know why, but anything big, man. That was my jam. Like I told you, the hat from Lidsville. Yeah, yeah. These giant rabbits, giant ants, giant whatever, pants. man. Giant, giant pants. pants. Put the ants in the pants. <laughs> no, put them giant ants in them giant pants. Um, but yeah, I just love giant stuff. When I went to, uh, this is such a weird tangent, but when I went to Universal for the first time, it, they don't have this stuff anymore, but they had this little plaza with giant stuff, like a giant like rotary telephone that worked. Oh wow, really? Like oh wow, and uh, and like a giant pencil and giant just giant stuff that you could play with and climb on. Yeah, and uh, I was in heaven. I was just like, this is it. I guess I just wanted to be shrunk. Yeah. You just uh, wanted to be small. So I could disappear, Adam. You were just too big. And I just wanted to You're disappear. Just... <laughs> well, I wanted to hide behind masks, and you wanted to be a tiny person. <laughs> I wanted so to be tiny. I think that says a lot about both of us. Well, no, because I always thought, like, man, it'd be so cool to be tiny and eat a real-sized piece of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> or cheeseburger. How would you be able to eat the whole thing? Oh, you couldn't. But you could. But you but would try. It would be. So, that's the thing I loved on those tinies when they did the tiny stuff, and then they would be like, "Here's a piece of pizza," and then these tiny people would be like chewing on this giant pizza. I don't know. It just seems fun, man. We're, I would. I want to swim around in a pie while I eat it. I don't your, know. <laughs> that seems so unsanitary. Unsanitary. So what? I don't care. It's me. I'm just eating myself. I'm eating my, exactly, man. I'll <laughs> take a shower beforehand. Is your favorite movie ever, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? No, I hate that movie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a good movie. I like that movie. But I don't um, – I I like uh, The Incredible Shrinking Woman better. Oh, yeah. Because that's more yeah. my speed. Uh, that was such a great movie. You know who wrote that? Who? Richard Matheson. Oh, damn it! <laughs> I thought we would get one show. It's competing between Stephen Actually, King I, I and Richard I think he Matheson. did. Uh, I think he did do that. He did do that. Um, well, he did the Incredible yes, Shrinking Man, right? Yeah. Very, very anyway. loose adaptation. Well, of course. Starring the course. wonderful Lily Tomlin. No, she was fantastic. She yeah. is fantastic. I run into her brunch once in a while. I mean, not a long time, but uh, literally her. she lives somewhere near us. Because <laughs> I would great. run into her a lot. But yeah, I mean, she shrank. It was a whole backyard thing, I think. With this. Yeah. You know, I'd rather, I, I'm more of an urban shrinker. Yeah. I yeah. want to deal with like city shrinks. I don't want to deal with <laughs> ants and You don't want to deal with the, the big, big blades of grass. Nah, that stuff. that's yeah. stupid. I want to be in the house where I can like munch on a giant donut or. I, I can agree. I think it's a fascinating you idea. Know, you watch of... TV and it's this 3,000 foot screen. <laughs> you know? What's the, the, um, Oh, the Hulu show with the aliens that have the, the wall of tiny people. Oh, uh, Solar uh, Opposites. Solar Opposites. My absolute favorite yeah, yeah. storyline is exactly. the little tiny people in the wall. Yeah, I just, I like how they fashion items out of small things. It's because it's like, yeah, that's yeah. a pencil. <laughs> yes, exactly. So now you, you see my glee <laughs> for, for tiny, being tiny, uh, tiny things. When I got into college, I got into really screwed up horror movies. Mm. Um like Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, yeah. If you ever want to see something that makes no sense but is terrifying, watch the short called Misbegotten. Mm. It has one of the single most freaky scenes I've ever seen. Yeah. It's essentially about a person eating God. Ooh. Yeah. But it's, it's in black and white. Kinky. It's super messed up. I also I went to a, a, a very experimental film school, so I got introduced to a lot of very odd horror stuff. Mm. Um 
And they can't really find them anymore, unfortunately. Yeah, well, like uh, Basket Case. That's another. Oh, Basket Case is amazing. so good. It's so unsettling. It's like we were talking uh, throughout, I think a, a word that was used throughout most of the shows is unsettling. Yeah. And that's uh, that to me, because scary is scary, and sometimes you can be scared. Yeah. But that unsettling feeling, and, and Basket Case is just a gross. Yeah. But I love it. I mean, but it's it's that, again, that gross, low-budget Goopy movie, yeah, you know? yeah. It it totally embraced the fact that it was low budget and exactly. it made it work. And and to the point, man, I I love those movies. And the director, I don't remember his name, but he would shoot stuff so quickly that every single basket case movie, you can see him in a reflection somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, like Hitchcock. He's just like, whatever. Here we go. But there, you know, there was a t- the Poughkeepsie tapes. That's another one. Oh, that's, that's really a great good. one. Yeah. That's some for actually guys I went to college mm-hmm. with. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, or they, they graduated right before I did. But that was kind of a found footage. It was fantastic. Yeah. And cr- biggest crime against humanity in the horror world is that it was never allowed to be released in the theaters uh, because it was the perfect setup to be in the theater. The ending was so good. Mm-hmm. You know, anyway, it, it was a Check it out if you have a chance. It's, I think it's on Hulu or something. I, it's I on something it. now, yeah. but it was it was not. It was too real, quote unquote, yeah. too real. <laughs> yes. And so well, people were like, I yeah. can't do it. Well, I think. There's a reason why so many horror movies are banned and so many groups come out against them and devilry and the devil (laughs) because they make people feel uncomfortable because they're dealing with subjects, you know, murder, rape, uh, dismemberment. Yeah. Revenge. I didn't. I growing up, my my dad was a woodcarver, and we would go to the Covered Bridge Festival in Winterset, Iowa. It's where John Wayne's from. uh, Oh. But well, that's a. Pretty special place there, Adam. <laughs> but they had like a town square. It was like your typical like small town town square. And there was one video store, and my dad would be selling his stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I go wander away, and that video store had a whole section of banned VHS movies. Ooh. And it was always the best time of the year because yeah. I would find titles that I'd be like, I'm going to go find this. Yeah. Like Silent Night, Deadly mm-hmm. Night, which apparently was banned in 47 countries. Yeah. And it's so. Then they're also quaint. Yeah, I There's mean, there's nothing now, really yeah. like you know. You watch them now and. And you're like, what? Like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is great, and it's super scary still, and it's super gross. Yeah. But it's just, there's no swearing, really. <laughs> there's no nudity. There's really no. not that much blood. But it is so unsettling. So gross. So unsettling. So gross. Such a good job. What was the, the a, a moment in a, in a horror movie that scared you the most? That's a good question. Because there's a lot of, I don't remember the first time I saw Friday the 13th. Okay. Um, I remember the first time i saw halloween because it was on a friend's cable because you remember Mm -hmm. hbo used to every month come with like this little brochure yeah yeah, that would have all the movies and the little because there was like 12 movies on hbo a month and then they would tell you all about the movies and i remember like oh i'm gonna watch halloween my friend's house and it was (laughs) oh i'm so scared the funny thing is the two moments in film that freak me out the most aren't Halloween movies or scary movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were, I think I mentioned them before, it was Deliverance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So way too young. Yeah, yeah. And, and, That's uh, also a very unsettling movie. A hundred percent, yeah. Even yeah. without the, the whole rape scene. Yeah, no, just it's the just whole the dread whole tone of it, of it is mm-hmm. so unsettling. Great movie, such yeah. a great movie. But that scene, because I didn't really know what rape was or that it was possible for a man to right. do it to another man and my stepdad's matter of fact <laughs> and succinct explanation of it did nothing to allay my fears but that moment and then there's a castration moment in this movie called the Valachi Papers where again really 
Yeah, it was like it, oh, that's yeah, right. It was yeah, vague. You yeah, and, that, yeah, and it was again with the old man, and I and, and I was like, well, what do they do? And he's like, oh, cut off his balls. And I'm like, well, they can do that? <laughs> uh, and that was the same thing. We were watching, uh, <laughs> we were watching Deliverance. And I'm like, well, what's going on? What's he doing? Because you know, it's yeah, like, yeah. squeal like a piggy. It's like, are they wrestling or whatever? He's like, he's raping him. I'm like, what? They can do that? He's like, yeah, yeah, watch out. It's just like, okay, yeah, you know, yeah. and then that's that. That's all we ever said about it. It wasn't like, okay, now it's a movie <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. Right, right. The, I mean, the biggest thing they would ever say was like, it's just make-believe, you it's, know? Yeah. It's like, okay, well. But, yeah, I, I think um, I do remember being – Nightmare on Elm Street really, like, freaked me out. It yeah. freaked me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, well, it, it, it's, a, it's a new – it's like it's yeah. a whole thing of, like, you're just not safe anywhere. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But I can't remember, like, a, a moment or something – from a horror movie that stands out. I mine and it's a more recent more recent being the last 20 years but the ring and it was the moment when at the very beginning when they pull open that closet door and the the girl like turns her head a little bit she's dead but mm-hmm. she turns her head Dude, I did not sleep for like two days. <laughs> it was, I don't know why, but that just burned in my brain. And it was oh, yeah. the movement. It was mm-hmm. the like, oh God. And it was, the makeup was done so well. It was so good. Well, that's the fun thing about these movies is there's always something that's going to scare somebody that's, yeah. you know, that other, some, I didn't think about that until you mentioned it. And I was like, oh yeah, that yeah, is super yeah. scary. It just, and I, I mean, probably didn't help that I literally, you know, was sleeping right against one of those sliding closet doors. That had a corpse in it. Yeah. Strangely enough. Granted, I had put it there, yeah. but I get scared every time I open it. Exactly. It's like, God, like, you better be dead. You know, poking it in the eye with a stick just to make sure. <laughs> I don't want it to turn its head again. Uh-uh. Could just be gases being released. Yeah. It was, uh, it was good. Now, granted, I I mean, the movie's fine, but like, but before that, I, yeah, for me, Wizard of Oz was uh, oh, by yeah. far. The witch just scared the bejesus out of me. Well, that's the thing, too. When you're a little kid, there's always going to be something that you glom to that's yeah. just like so because i think it's a coping mechanism that childhood's scary but if we find something to yeah. glom our fear onto then i'm afraid of that car if we <laughs> he's afraid he's gonna be late if we yeah, exactly <laughs> if you know if you if you mush all your fear into something then you're not that fearful yeah yeah, but, it's yeah. it's the control fear. Like it's it's. I mean, I think this is why horror movies are so popular because it it's an because you know once that movie's done, the the scare is over, the fear is over. My I think biggest fear as a child is being embarrassed. Yeah, like I yeah. I remember distinctly, uh, very young. I was I loved to swim, swim, mm-hmm. swim, swim. Lived in the water, Pisces baby. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, "Well, why don't you why don't we join a swim team or something and after school, whatever." I was really young. It's like two. No, I was, but I was probably like <laughs> six or seven, seven. And uh, and I get up there, and the guy's like, uh, "Do a butterfly, or do free." Do, he's like, "Do something," like yeah. a. And I didn't know what it was, so I freaked out. Oh, and really? I, and I yeah. went into the bathroom, and I'm like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, I'm not coming yeah. out. I'm not. And my yeah. mom's like, "Well, it's you know, it's just do whatever. It's a freestyle. You can just you can do." Yeah, and it's yeah. like, well, now I've made a scene. Yeah. So there's no way I'm going back <laughs> because I'm super, I'm like right, double embarrassed right, right. because of that. And I think that's like, that's where the fear was for me. No, Mostly same, was, same. It was just shame, I guess. I, yeah. I was, that was uh, one of the reasons that I eventually left the Catholic school was because I, I really, in third and fourth grade, I really wanted to play the drums. I just wanted to play the drums so bad. I thought it was so cool. Yeah. 
And I remember going into this room with this teacher, and I was like, I want to play the drums. And she goes, okay. She did some rhythm stuff, looked me dead in the eye, and was like, you're never going to play drums. I was like seven. That's so mean. Eight or ten or whatever. I don't yeah. know. But it was young enough that I, I just freaked out. And I was like, and then I, you know, and then I left because the Catholic school was terrible. Yeah. But it, you and know, you never played the drums again. The, I, the prophecy was true. I never played any music. I, yeah. I have never hit music. I, did, I do. I hate it so much. <laughs> this is why we're doing a podcast now, Jim. <laughs> to, as revenge on music. <laughs> All right, well, we're out of time, so uh, we need to go. Every time. You've got to not do this on Tuesdays. Hold on. Hold on to your thought. Hold on to your thought. Hold on to your thought. We now return you to your regularly scheduled programming, Battlestar Galactica, already in progress. <laughs>